Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. Your testicular <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> As the, I, I don't even. I, and, wow. I thought uh, I had another couple seconds. You didn't. And then I gave you a countdown. He did. And there was a 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And Randy, I don't even know where you were going with that. And the Odyssey continues, apparently. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. There's our co-host, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from Lot B and Lot B-. minus. Randy, sweaty Lot B-. minus. Remember when we talked about feet sweat a couple weeks ago? Oh, boy. It is 100 and something degrees, and I am feeling every, every ounce of it. Uh, it is toasty, toasty, toasty. But... We've got a beautiful pairing. You've already thrown the show off the rails by, I don't even know, you said something about testicles at the beginning. Uh, it's, uh, we are just on fire. Randy, on fire. How are you feeling today? I am hot, hot, hot. And as you can tell, you know, I like to make my attire match my, uh, my, my general sense of life. And it feels muggy and hot. And so I, 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 I wanted to go with something like, kind of light i got the guayabera out i got the white uh what are these called a fedora uh for those of you listening later if you're watching live please hit share let people tune in along with you but uh but yeah i'm hot man it's crazy because every time i say it's hot everyone feels competitive and wants to tell me what their temperature is like i really care that you're hotter than me it doesn't matter at 81 that directed degrees, at me this is well you're one of the people that like well, see, challenge. it's directed at everyone because Randy complains when it's 78 degrees. 78 is hot for me, bro. Like, I don't like being over see? 66 degrees. That would move. be like... You should move to Alaska. <laughs> or, um, like, or, or uh, where, did they, where did they film uh, the Eurovision show movie? In oh, Iceland. yeah, yeah. Iceland. Iceland. No, no, yeah, yeah, or Sweden or one of those Nordic... Uh, yeah. Land. That's that's, that's our that. people. Eric and I. Eric, do you approve of Randy moving in amongst our people? Yes, I do approve of that. I no, approve of, of whatever. Isn't Iceland that's... not that cold and Greenland is cold? See, Jordan and I went uh, studied the same school I, of thought. That's where I was going. Too. I think I think Iceland is colder than it is here. Probably. It's not a hundred and two <laughs> in Iceland right now. I'll tell you that. You might yeah, have a point. It's there. definitely that's, much further north. That's, but it that's the be best mentioned. I can do. That's the best I can do. But, it, yeah, it's, it's definitely toasty out here uh, in, uh, in lot B-. minus. Um, and, Randy, apparently I dress for my mood, too, because I am just not in a very good mood today. It's it got uh, – we, we, when, when we're, we're working the game, like we're at working a Giants game. I was there last night. And if the game is just going on forever and ever and ever, uh, we, you, if somebody gets kind of an attitude, you refer to that as the red ass. Like, you got the red ass. And 
we've kind of cut that down to just the ass. Like, I've got the ass. And I kind of feel like I've got the ass today. So I'm wearing all black. But I do have a pink uh, dog on my hat. So that makes me happy. So it's like all, angry, all black, but, but happy. Yeah. Okay. All black with just shades of pink. I, I oh, like yeah. that. Of it. Yeah. Um, it's a little washed out. It's kind of a, a pale pink, if you will. Yeah. It's uh, I, I I really enjoy it. You know, it uh, makes me feel uh, makes me feel happy amongst all the darkness of my soul. Randy. You're so EMO, <laughs> Robbie. EMO. Man. You're so EMO. <clears throat> oh, I now, love that, it. Now that would be if I was like upset about my girlfriend or something. It's that's not uh... it's just 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 dark. You know, uh, if you, see you know, it's really, really, really slowly, Jordan. It is. It's probably the only time that was. <laughs> that was probably the only time I've ever referred to it that way. I don't know why I said that. I just did. <laughs> yeah, I, okay, I, I, it, it reminded me of uh, Randy and I, our first uh, IPCPR, which it was still called IPCPR at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I referred to Ace Prime as ACE Prime because they had the little periods in between each that, one. Yeah, that was. Uh, I can get behind they, that. They made it look like it was a, a yeah. whatchamacallit. A, acronym? A, acronym, thank you. I almost said euphemism. Uh, Definitely acronym. not a euphemism. <laughs> That's more like an eggplant emoji. Oh, my gosh. Or a peach emoji. I mean, whichever one you want. Mm. And so for anyway. this episode of Flavor Odyssey, <laughs> we are continuing along the segment of Chocolatey. Robbie Raz, tell them what they're going to hear about today. <laughs> and tell them what they won. Uh, so we are uh, today. We are smoking a fantastic cigar, uh, the Wise Man Maduro from our good friends at uh, Foundation Cigars. Very topical. We found out that Nick and uh, the crew will not be at PCA this year. Ah, that was that was kind of announced today. That's a bummer. Bummer. Yeah, that's that's uh, one less uh, booth we'll have to cover. That's for sure. So it's uh, good you know, it's funny. I I was looking back and I was actually talking to our good friend Cigar Coop the other day about uh, just the, the, the volume of coverage. And I think, Randy, when we went to your first IPCPR, which was 2019, which is the last one that we had, I think we, t- between the four of us, did probably between 60 and 70 re- uh, video, 60 and 70 videos, give or yeah. take. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, right now, so. that would be interviewing literally everyone. <laughs> <laughs> So we got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it covered. We could take like we could take a day off. We're gonna cover the weird cool. stuff. Well, just yeah. think just think about this, guys. So general not being there, that's like eight interviews right there for the right. different brands. Oh, you're right. Altidus not being there, that's like eight. six Another or eight. seven, Another, maybe eight. eight. Yeah. Drew Estate and Hoya de Nicaragua. That's I mean that's usually a long video because we go, and we kind of like hit each Drew Estate like you know. Okay, here, here's here's Willie, you know, here's the da, 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 here's the acid guy, da, da, da. and then Davidoff, you've got Avo, Camacho, Davidoff, and then you wow. have all these other guys like Foundation and a few others that aren't going to be there. So it's probably going to be a lot closer to what the workload that we had to do at T- TPE than what, now, we're, what we're used to. On the other That's end wild. of the spectrum, yes, you're covering eight booths, but you get them all at once. So like I know, normally half the work is like, Going to the booth. Eh, here's the guy. Where's the guy? Okay, still, here's the guy. Still. Yeah, but the coverage. No, I hadn't even thought about that yet. Like you know, because those booths are so big. When you're walking from one to another, it almost feels like you are going to a whole separate. Um, you know, because they do divide them out. You know, especially um, General really treats it as. You know, these are very separate brands for them. 
And uh, I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, the three big manufacturers pulling out. Um, Rob, if you need some time, bro, we can uh, uh, give it to you. I mean, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to change the subject. So distracted. But, but I just watched. <laughs> I just watched two flies get sucked into and like, eviscerated in my fan over here. Awesome. And Sweet. I I can only hope that their guts didn't make it this far. That it just kind of they died <laughs> over there and not like. I'm not breathing them in, is what I'm saying. I but, love when you're like, and there's by... one. There was, oh, there was sorry. two of them that got sucked in, and there's one still on oh, the back. No, 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 no Jordan, up. hold on. There's more. There's go more. Ahead, go ahead, Rob. Uh, you you asked. Coverage on the fly. <laughs> do, do you? Should I? Should I? Do you want to see? You want to see video God. footage? Oh, okay. No. okay. All right. We, we can move on. We'll, 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 Jordan, Jordan, what do you? What, no, well, what now do you it's, have to it's say? stupid. Now I'm, I'm nothing. I got nothing. All right. Jordan, I was just talking about flies getting sucked into my fan. How could there be anything more stupid than that? Yeah, so Camacho, speaking of Camacho, uh, you know, was, I was on Dojoverse and saw some amazing new interactive Woo. pieces there for Camp Camacho. Uh, Eric, can you save me from this completely off the rail segment where we can actually talk about uh, stuff and cigars? Uh, I think we're going to save that for Friday night because George, oh. George Ramy will be on the show. Day yeah. after tomorrow. If you want to poke around Dojoverse, you might find some cool stuff. And then yeah. and that'll, that'll like, uh, we'll talk about that Friday, but it's, it's, it's going to be announced nationally on Monday. That's, uh, that's sort of the uh, release schedule for that. But we opened it up to Dojoverse, guys. Uh, this this past Monday, so that we could kind of a soft open, make sure everything was, you know, working pretty smoothly, and it seems to be. So um, so yeah, it's exciting. We got a lot going yeah. on. Yeah, I'm 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 interested. It's uh, I'm, I'm kind of reinvigorated to uh, poke around and figure out some of the new functionality. So I'm really looking forward to uh, to hearing what you guys have to say on Friday night. And we will uh, eat Rob. a scorpion on that show, by the way. Speaking of insects, just terrible. It's this big. <laughs> It's yeah. frightening. The one of the pictures is gigantic. It looks like it would eat a small child. Take a, yes, so, you take uh, chainsaw to get through those claws. So are you? Yeah. So are you gonna? Are you, is it going in the smoker? And you guys are gonna have it? It's like maybe rotisserie. <laughs> like how are we cooking you this? To, stuff? You have to tune in to find out. I'm, is it is it freeze dried? Like what's what's how does this work? You just got to tune in to find out. I'll, I know though, there's gonna have to probably be some barbecue sauce involved. So we'll see. Uh, I would yeah, I would hope so. We'll get something on there because yeah. it's. Is it going to be one of the big black ones? Because that's really... I think I'm, so. I'm very... I'm it's upset pre- about all of this. It's this pretty big. I, I think can, it's I can tell one. you this. I haven't looked at it because it's in like a sealed bag, but it's it's fairly large. I mean, I was going to say, yeah, yeah your, ha- your hands are yeah. referencing the size of a shoebox. Some of the <laughs> Doja guys are joining in. I know Tanner, he went out and found a scorpion too. So that's that's pretty wow, hardcore. That's yeah. So like That's, just he just found one randomly at a market rather than get the official. <laughs> no, he, he found it in his yard, I think, right? He he got it that at was, the uh, at the Wuhan market. Yeah, I tell you. I was gonna go there. <laughs> All right, let's pull it back. Let's dial it back. Everybody, you were worried about inhaling potential fly like hey, remnants. I'm trying to get past it. The You're just largest not letting, insect. Not letting it happen. You're Sorry, not letting go it happen. Go ahead. Just, you're just not letting it happen. Uh, I would eat five scorpions seasoned and deep fried for a free sampler. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll sponsor that. I will yeah, absolutely I, send you yeah. a. You get a, a Flavor Odyssey coin, I think. And, uh, uh, Jordan, and we're going to need you to, to go back to that, that, that comment and track down mm-hmm. their, uh, their information. I will personally pull 
five cigars out of my own humidor to watch you eat five. Me too. Yes. So Tanner's saying that you just go to Amazon and you can you can get these things. You know, you get two two day delivery. Join us, people. Well, they got them on. They got. Join they, us. They've got Amazon. Them on Amazon. Amazon Prime. It's amazing. Oh. It's the best yeah, thing it's ever. Amazing. Uh, the only time I've seen anything like that was uh, when my wife and I were in, uh, I think this was in Thailand. Uh, we were in Chiang Mai. We were at like a street market and uh, scorpion jerky. I don't think there's enough meat in there to make jerky. Um, <clears throat> but we were at a street market and they had this booth and it was just all these different, it was all different insects and bugs and such. And I didn't want to eat any of it. And they had scorpions on a stick, scorpions on a stick. And it's a good it band was, name. Uh, yeah, it was, um, they were large and I did not eat one, but people were just walking around eating them like they were like a popsicle or something or a kebab, more like a kebab, I guess, not a popsicle. Because <laughs> popsicle, Meat you popsicle. Kind of, now that's a band don't name. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't you describe cool. how you popsicle, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've officially killed 15 minutes of the show talking about nothing, Randy, and I blame you for the whole thing, but it was fun. Uh, so today we are, this is what, the third episode in the chocolatey segment, right? The third of four in the chocolatey segment, that is correct. That is correct. We're smoking the Wise Man Maduro from Foundation, which started the whole PCA thing. Um, <clears throat> and we are drinking, Randy, we're drinking a chocolate, you can't see it in here. Uh, but this is one of my favorite glasses. Have I showed you guys this glass? Oh, uh, first It's time. almost as old as Eric. Yeah, you show us that every single week, Robbie. Come on. I, I love this glass. <laughs> Do I, do I really show this every week? Uh, I've shown it more than once. That is a cool glass. It's been, it is cool. I like but it. you know which one's cooler? Yeah. That, that one is cool. It doesn't, it doesn't have the, the miles on it, but uh, that is a pretty cool glass. If only I had one of those. Think of all the drinks that have been drunk out of, <laughs> out of your glass, Robbie. I mean, all the, all the old fashions and boulevardiers and gin and tonics. And uh, yeah, and this was this was my father's before me, so who knows what he was drinking out of this yeah. thing? Yeah, right. Brandy. He, he, my, my dad was a brandy guy, so there was uh, and probably some whiskey out of that too. Um, so we're going with the chocolate old fashioned. There's. It turns out, uh, Randy, there are. That's fantastic. I'm, from now on, I'm showing it. It's going to be. I don't care what we're drinking. We could be drinking uh, beer, whatever it is. We're going to look at, look at Randy. So mad. <laughs> Which, what else should we talk about that has nothing to do with the show, just to piss Randy <laughs> to, off? To be clear to those tuning in later on uh, on SoundCloud or iTunes or uh, anywhere else you find podcasts, and if you haven't found Flavor Odyssey on a podcast, please feel free to check out those uh, those uh, platforms. And Subscribe give and give us a five-star rating. rating. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. YouTube. Um, well, YouTube's video, but and so you'd be able to tell for the first time in 78 shows now, Robbie is now um, reading every single comment that, that Jordan puts on the screen, which is really unique. Like That's He's distracted by a total pro. He ignores them. You can put, you know, all the, all the all the platypus and, and eggplants that you want, and, and it never phases him. And today, everything's like, and this Seinfeld segment, 15 minutes, this one is off the rails. And then and it's two emoji faces, you know, they're, they're crying, one's straight up, the other one's kind of slightly tilted to the left. I don't know, Rob, is that left or is that right? Is it my left or is it your right? I don't even know what Randy's talking about anymore. I don't know either, but I, but <laughs> but I, I like it. But this is fantastic. I like his okay. energy. 
chocolate old fashioned is what we're drinking. Now, it turns out, Randy, there are a ton of different recipes that you can use chocolate sauce. You can use like you can chocolate use, use bourbon. your bourbon, which I would personally would never do. That sounds terrible. Um, <clears throat> Tanner Cole is not a huge old fashioned guy. How did he get this far in the show if he's not a huge old fashioned guy? How did we not know this? He's a cigar fan. How we haven't blocked him yet? <laughs> oh, oh, we could do that. Actually, I have a I have a little budding oh, feud could do that. with 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 Tanner Cole. Oh. Uh, he might he might have to be the first uh, audience member That's it. that we that I we think blocked. I think we can put him back yeah. down to white belt on Dojoverse. Oh, <laughs> teach him a little lesson. I like that. You know what? That guy needs to be taken down a couple notches. He seems to think that because he lost at, at, at this drinking game that he's somehow like. It, it, it has the the right to go out publicly and challenge that the next time he's gonna win, even though we've already done this and he lost. Uh, but but talks all this smack like I'm going down. It's like man, the the history books have been written. You you lost. Just move on. I'm, I'm just saying. Jeez, Randy, <laughs> I have no clue where you're going now. Oh, Tanner knows. Tanner he's, knows. he's Randy's taking it to a whole new place. He's got uh, Rand, Randy's doing a whole inside joke with one guy in the entire world. That's just, makes for great radio. There's, there's ten thousand people watching Randy, and you're engaging with one person directly. Uh, okay, can I talk about the drink now? Yeah. Please. Are you sure? Do it. Okay, because I'm I'm a little bit distracted. I'm blinded by your hat. It's so bright. Um, what are we talking about? Okay, so we've got chocolate old-fashioned. Uh, like, as I said, there's a bunch of different recipes, uh, and we had mentioned last week, and I, I mentioned on the live yesterday, uh, we're going, Randy and I anyway, are going with a very basic version, which is just a, ba a, a standard old-fashioned uh, with uh, chocolate bitters. I used Aztec chocolate bitters, which turns out that kicks in a little bit of cinnamon in there, oh, that's too. Oh, I think that's what we got, too. That's, yeah, yeah the, same, same thing. The Fee Brothers, is that the yep, one you ended yeah, up with? that's it. Yeah. Was the only one I could find locally that yeah. was that didn't cost an arm and a leg. There was one brand that came in this tiny little bottle. It was like maybe like a half an ounce, something like that, and it was thirty-five bucks. Oh, and I just man. was yeah. I was like, hey, oh, I wasn't gonna do that, so I got the big bottle for ten. Um, but uh, it does kick in a little bit of a cinnamon note. But ultimately, and I use extra bitters in this one. <clears throat> it still kind of tastes like an old-fashioned. A little bit of chocolate on the finish. Uh, not a not a huge influx of chocolate flavor are you guys experiencing the same or anything different yeah i mean uh, i think kevin acuff said this earlier that it kind of tastes like a tootsie pop um but oh. just barely like there's almost no chocolate yeah it's it's to me i get it on the finish and it's it's a cinnamon chocolate kind of almost like a chocolate churro kind of vibe on the end which is a good thing uh i like yeah, chocolate I and that. i like churros but um yeah, yeah so I, I went with a different brand than you guys did. I went with Scrappies. I think I originally thought it was called Spankies. It's Scrappies. <laughs> you did tell me it was Spankies, and we had a conversation about it because I said I would have bought it just because it was Spankies. Randy, what's your yeah. favorite little rascal? <laughs> Scrappy. Scrappy is better. Uh, yeah, so, so, so mine, I, I didn't realize, is, is everybody's 50% uh, alcohol by volume? That's an interesting question, Randy, they, and I'm glad that you brought that up. I actually can uh, go into uh, and talk about bitters a little bit if you guys would like. PowerPoint! Yeah, I do have a PowerPoint presentation. I do not have a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> but uh, I, I figured, look, this is a brand that we talk about a lot. <clears throat> this is a cigar that we talk about. You know, I don't know if we've, we have never featured this cigar as far as I know. 
Um, and we'll talk about the cigar a little bit, you know, the the blend of it and everything. Uh, and we've we've talked about whiskey, bourbon, and old fashions and cocktails a lot. We never really talked about bitters. And I know that Jordan will not drink a cocktail that does not have bitters in it. Uh, and no that's matter right. what, right, Jordan, that's your thing. Pretty like, much. If you can, yeah, I mean, if everything. you're using, if there's a cocktail that has pretty much any dark spirit, you got to be tossing some bitters in there. You know, got even it. like a, even with like a gin and tonic, throw some bitters in there. Good, yeah. And you get a nice, a nice botanical vibe. You know, we talked about botanicals, and it's funny. Very I actually have, I have a, uh, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. So I found this on the interwebs, and I'm just going to kind of uh, touch on some of these points. So bitters are, they're basically, they are made from a high-proof, neutral alcohol, usually grain-based. So it's going to be like a vodka, something of that that nature. And they are infused with botanicals. So the botanicals could be anything from, uh, mainly infused with botanicals. So uh, let me see if I can pull this part up here. <clears throat> Who invented bitters will get there. Um Yes, they do have alcohol in them, but you can. There's actually a, a segment of liqueurs that are called bitters that are more aperitifs and digestifs that you would uh, like Campari or Amaro. Uh, those types of things are also referred to as bitters, like a, a classification of, of a specific alcohol. But we're talking more about bitters that you mix with cocktails. Um, <clears throat> but yes, Randy, that's why they have alcohol in them because it is a neutral, high AB or high ABV high proof, um, alcohol and you, um, you just soak stuff in it, you know, whatever, whatever it is, it roots, different things. They started out mainly as a medicinal, uh, for medicinal properties. Um, and they, they basically, so where, where did they start? Right around like the 18th, right around the 1800s. <clears throat> the first time they show up, uh, in written form really is 1806. And it's the first recorded definition of the word cocktail, what a cocktail is. And that definition, the word cocktail, is a stimulating liqueur composed of spirits of any kind, sugar, water, and bitters. And that's the first time that bitters are actually ever mentioned. Um, and I don't know what, uh, what um, publication that was in, but whatever. They were invented, the first, the first they weren't really invented that way. They came, they came around, a lo they've been around forever. It's it, Anytime you put anything, you soak anything in an alcohol, you're basically making bitters in a sense. Uh, it's the same process. So, I mean, you go back to the ancient Egyptians. They were, they were putting roots and leaves and all kinds of nonsense into wine jugs and, <clears throat> and letting that marinate, you know, for medicinal purposes. Um, so it's all basically the same kind of thing. But uh, Dr. Johann Gottlieb Benjamin Seigert, 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 Seagret is the girl from uh, the movie we just talked about. What's that movie? With Will Ferrell. <laughs> the, sing the contest. The movie contest. Keep, keep going, Robbie. <laughs> Seagret. That was her name. Anyway, uh, Benjamin Johann Gottlieb uh, Seigert. He, and he invented uh, Angostura bitters in Venezuela in, in 1824. He patented it. He put it in a package. He was the first person to market it that way. Uh, and it was named after the hometown of uh, Angostura, Venezuela. Uh, there's different types, there's different brands, but it's basically just you you get a distilled high ABV uh, neutral uh, spirit, and you are um, you throw in some botanicals, you throw in chocolate, you throw in any kind of different things that you want 
to uh, get a different type of flavor. So you can, and you put fruit in there. You can do anything. You can make them at home. <clears throat> very, very simple to make. Um, and that's, uh, that's basically a little bit about bitters. Bitters! So, so what, what, why are we using it nowadays in the modern age? What is it bringing to the drink? I mean, besides the flavor, uh, is it that, that it is slightly bitter and so it gives the drink, it kind of takes away some of maybe just the raw sweetness of, of a cocktail? What, why are we it's, using it? It's 100% for flavor. Okay. I think that bitters are the, the, the underappreciated star of the cocktail. Like, for an old-fashioned, there's so few ingredients in that drink that there's only so many ways to add complexity. And I think what sets a good old-fashioned apart from a, just a regular old-fashioned is when you're getting into these kooky bitters. Mm. You know? It's, that, it's that. a way to, to add... I don't want, it's not an intense flavor. But to add a layer or two of flavor to your cocktail, and it's super simple. You just a couple of dashes. That's it. A nuanced flavor, if you will. It's yeah, it's, yeah, sure. You could add. It's it's you're adding different layers of flavor to your cocktail in a very simple way. And yeah, it does have alcohol in it, and they're like 50% ABV or whatever. Um, so you probably have to be 21 to buy bitters. I don't know mm. if that's a rule or not, but um, <clears throat> I mean, I have I'll have bitters in. Like I'll, I'll put bitters in ginger ale, or I'll put bitters in um, in club soda, if uh, and that's actually special? that actually will kind of settle your stomach too. Bitters have have you guys ever just had bitters straight up? Have you just? I was gonna say, well, I drink Underbergs all the time. Hmm. Does that count? Is that the same? Yeah, thing? those are. Uh, that's that little bitter. green bottle, right? Yeah, I've never had that before. You're kidding? Oh, it's a it's a common cultural thing in the bar scene that I've been uh, around. Uh, yeah, we, we do rounds of everyone does big cheers. Yeah, you have the little paper bags on them. You uh, people save the caps and they have these incredible uh, like catalogs that you can go and buy merchandise with the caps. So there's bars all over the place like, that have these huge collections of caps. Like Camel Cash. Yes. Oh wow, I <laughs> forgot about Camel Cash. That's that's like totally illegal to do nowadays. So, Robbie, I haven't tasted these chocolate bitters by themselves, but is your general uh, idea of this that it's also botanical but with chocolate, or it's just, like, grain with chocolate added, and that's it? It's just chocolate. I'm guessing that it's probably some combination of botanicals. Let's that give find you a out, Matt. Can you bring can you get the bitters? Yeah, I, I was gonna say, yeah. yeah I don't I, have I, the bottle. I was, I was taking a look at, look at mine. Mine is made with alcohol, distilled water, organic cocoa, you, and cocoa. organic herbs and spices. And to your yeah. point, I definitely get a, a cinnamon, nutmeg kind of like note from this. You can smell it. Should I just should I just do that? Do yeah, it. just just, just do, dump shoot it. it. Shoot it. And now, just oh. everybody listening, uh, Master Sensei is shotgunning an entire bottle of bitters. Oh, wow. Um, it tastes like a... Uh, at first, it just tasted like alcohol. So this, to prove Robbie's point, that this is mainly just alcohol. It tasted like alcohol, but then the finish tasted exactly like uh, like a dark cocoa chocolate bar. You know, like a so 95% dark... There's probably no botanicals. It's just, just straight no. up. Chocolate and the green. Jordan, why don't, you, why don't you try that? And I did, I don't know about you guys, but I also, whenever I do some sort of variant of an old-fashioned, I also do like an Angostura or like a Peychaud's as well. Like you still stick with the two dashes of Angostura, but you're going to add on top 
a few more dashes of whatever variant you're doing. Interesting approach. Yeah, I didn't I do that here. I went with just, yeah, no, just chocolate. I, I didn't do an Angostura. Yeah, I, I did know Agonorsa bitters, but I did actually... Agonorsa uh, um, <laughs> I, 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 I did do a, a slight variation myself. Um, I, I received as a gift uh, from one of my poker pals some smoked sugar cubes. And mm. so, I, so uh, it does uh, add a noticeable little like hint of, of smoky depth uh, there that uh, that I think is actually huh. playing quite well with the the chocolate bitters. That's a good so, idea. So what you're saying is you didn't make the cocktail. Hey, <laughs> now, I, I had to stay on brand. Robbie, <laughs> tasting the bitters straight, there is a ton of cinnamon, and I'm surprised I didn't really yeah. pick up on it on the cocktail, but you did just in the cocktail itself. It's uh, like you said, Dad. It's it's very very just Hershey syrup, but there's a ton of cinnamon in there. Yeah, it's to me. I get uh, there is a like a sweet milk chocolate on the finish, along with that cinnamon, mm -hmm. like that chocolate churro kind of vibe. Excuse me. Uh, that uh, that's really the only difference in the in the, the old fashioned. I just went with makers, nothing special. Um, so up front you get that bourbon, a little bit of. Uh, I always makers to me always tastes has a bit of a kick to it. Uh, it's it's almost it's not harsh. It's not the right term. It's not spicy. That's not the right term either. It's just kind of hot for whatever reason. Um, and uh, and then that finish, smoother, sweeter, little milk chocolate and a little cinnamon, which does it does change the cocktail. And I actually, to be uh, to full disclosure, I didn't use I didn't have any oranges, so I didn't use the orange uh, zest. And, uh, so you're orange, saying you uh, didn't make the cocktail? You didn't make did. the cocktail. <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> Robbie didn't do it. For, for the first time I, ever, we, maybe. we did. Cheers, uh, boys. Is, you know. Cheers. Cheers. For those Cheers. that did it right. You for know. those of us who did actually did the cocktail. Thank you, Matt. By the Sorry. way, Matt made our uh, old-fashioned thing. Sorry, Robbie, you can't participate in tonight's show, but it was great. How, many, talking to you. how many dashes <laughs> of chocolate you did? On. Um, so uh, if how I many share, dashes? I, we did four yeah. dashes of chocolate in ours. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I as as did I. I did, right. I, did, I did six. Um, so I did six. I did uh, I did smoked sugar cubes. I went with um, the barrel bourbon oh. that I got from uh, a very close friend uh, over the Christmas holiday. Had a little bit of that left. Um, and I was also going to share. You know, you mentioned not having orange. I recently wanted to make uh, old fashioned and didn't have any oranges and. Um, have been, if I haven't told you guys, I've been on a margarita kick for a few months now. Don't and so I, no, Grand Marnier. Oh, well, that's a little better. Which, which, so I, I went through this whole thing. I wanted to compare triple sec, uh, um, Cointreau and Grand Marnier. And there's really a, a, a significant difference. Triple sec is just garbage in my opinion. Uh, Cointreau is a lighter orange liqueur, uh, so it, it's not quite as viscous. It doesn't have that rich depth of flavor. And, uh, I mean, richness is really the best word I can think of to describe Grand Marnier. Comparatively to Cointreau, uh, Grand Marnier just has, has a, just a thicker, a more viscous character to it, sweeter. And, um, and I've, I've, de I've determined that I, Cointreau is my favorite um, orange liqueur for margaritas. So I've switched all to Cointreau, and so I left. I had this leftover Grand Marnier, but I found that literally like a half a teaspoon of Grand Marnier in an old fashioned gives of it, you, again gives that 
kind of not smoky, but the similar richness and depth while also adding the orange uh, flavor. Uh, I highly recommend you tr- next time you're putting together an old fashioned, try a little splash of Grand Marnier, especially if you don't have any orange. Uh, what about uh, orange stuff. bitters? Um, that's, that's what I do. Yeah, I, I typically do orange bitters. I did both uh, oh, on, oh. on my Grand Marnier. Too, I like that's too much orange, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, overflow. Yeah, to me, you can't do too much orange. I like I like that citrusy zest. It brightens it up. As you guys know, I'm a little bit of a wimp when it comes to especially the the high octane um, bourbons and whiskeys in general. And so I usually go ice. So I like the old fashioned because none of you give me a hard time for using ice. I've, I've given me permission to ice up my uh, my whiskey drink. So I'm an old fashioned guy for sure. Um, and I like this chocolate. Uh, bitters. I think this is a, a really nice variation. I, I think you guys started this whole conversation by saying you didn't notice it, and then you went on uh, and waxed poetically about, about the, how much we noticed it. About how much we noticed it. Exactly. I, I really, I, I think um, my bet would be that the uh, the uh, herb and spice concoction is kind of blended to that chocolate. Flavor and and I think you know cinnamon probably isn't in the Agonorsa bitters where it is in the uh, in the chocolate bitters because it works really that, well together. That's got to be our next Randy. collaboration with them, right? Yeah. Randy, yeah. yeah. Say, say say this with me. Yes. Ang, ang, go, go, store, store, ah, uh, ah, uh, Agonorsa. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, that being said, so so all, all great information. Thank you for doing the uh, the homework on bitters, Rob. Because you're right, it is something we we talk a lot about. We add to a lot of our drinks, and we haven't really like dove into you know what it is and what variants there are. Uh, it was interesting to hear Jordan. Maybe we can, uh, if there's time at the end, maybe hear some of um, uh, Jordan's favorite uh, kind of off the beaten path uh, unique bitters. But uh, I also looked a little bit into the cigar. You know, I, I'm a big fan of Foundation Blends. The the Wawense is literally one of my, like, island, you, you know, the desert island question. Um, you know, you set me up with a lifetime supply of Wawense, and I'll stay a premium cigar smoker forever and be uh, quite content. And so I, I love this uh, part due of uh, of that series as, as the wise man translates into uh, into um, uh, El Wewense in, in English. And so this uh, San Andreas wrapped um, version is is kind of interesting. I, I found that I really like that the San Andreas wrapper. And so I, I took a, a little bit of a dive trying to figure out what the history of it is. And it's kind of interesting because for so long, uh, Mexican tobacco, uh, had a, a negative connotation. I guess a lot of uh, low-quality uh, tobacco came out of uh, Mexico in the early days. As and do had most kind of, things from Mexico. Sure, just sure. Can't, and can't. and so so it had had uh, uh, you know sullied the the connotation, and people didn't really um, feel that even the most premium tobacco that was coming out of Mexico, as soon as they hear it's Mexican tobacco, they immediately assume it's it's second rate or it's it's of a lower quality, and. Uh, I've heard people talk about this, that as soon as they started referencing it, instead of San Andreas tobacco, 
all of a sudden, you know, it was able to shine and be respected for what it is without that uh, that connotation of its origin. Though uh, it is a Cuban seed uh, originally, it was a, a, a Cuban that uh, migrated over to um, the Mexican Peninsula there and started growing this. It is a very hardy plant, and you know, similarly to Connecticut broadleaf, it is stock cut and cured, and is uh, has that really thick and heavy uh, cellulose texture that allows for um, a, a hotter, longer fermentation that really uh, plays into making it a great binder and Maduro wrapper tobacco. Though I, I've read that a, a lot of blenders will tell you that you really do need to blend to San Andreas tobacco as it's very strong in, in flavor and will run over uh, other tobaccos if, if you can't put um, if, if you don't put strong enough uh, flavored tobaccos in the filler and in the binder to be able to match that intensity. And so um, by nature, San Andreas wrapped cigars tend to be a much more intense and strong flavored cigar, not strictly because of the flavor being contributed by the wrapper, but because they have to add those higher um, priming fillers and stronger flavored uh, fillers and binders, uh, so so that it doesn't become all one note of just strictly San Andreas Maduro uh, tobacco, and so uh, so I found that kind of interesting that you you know it's it, uh, kind of a rule of thumb I guess you could go by by learning that is that um, that all San Andreas wrapped cigars are going to be of of a higher intensity, and so uh, you know obviously uh, when Rob and I were talking about this pairing. We really liked the idea. Obviously, we're, we're fans of, of whiskeys and bourbon specifically. And so uh, to bring it back to an old fashioned um, is always a fun thing to do, especially if we can incorporate it into the show's um, kind of structure of having this be a chocolatey uh, uh, pairing. Uh, the, ch the chocolatey pairing, while you might have thought that we were going to lean into the cigar, it obviously is the old fashioned because of, of the bitters. We were hoping, and I think successfully so that the bitters would impart enough chocolate to really bring chocolate to the forefront of the conversation of flavor. And I, I, again, you know, you guys kind of started by saying that you, you weren't sure that it was, I definitely think that, that it's got enough of that cocoa flavor to, um, really do a good job representing it. And obviously it's, you know, 90%, uh, whiskey. So, um, that the intensity, uh, is, uh, going to be there to match the cigar, uh, so right away, I'm, I'm excited about uh, what we're going to say about this cigar um, going forward. But, you know, talking about all this, it, it kind of reminds me of something else. We wouldn't be able to keep the Odyssey going without the unparalleled support of our sponsors. How else would we be able to do such a deep dive into sensory perception of chocolate, bitters, San Andreas tobacco? All of it wouldn't be possible without the support of our sponsors like Drew Estate. We're both proud and honored to have our selection for a Cigar Dojo brand of the year for 2020 as a partner on this odyssey. Have you picked up your tickets yet? I've been talking about it for weeks. The Drew Estate 25th anniversary party is coming and we all need to do our best to make our way to Southport 
Texas, September 25th, and get a taste of the Drew Estate subculture. Get your tickets today at drewestate.com forward slash DE25 and experience the rebirth of cigars. And as you guys know, I'm always going to say it, one of the pound for pound top-level Drew Estate retailers in all the world is responsible for sponsoring the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. The one and only Smoke In. You'll never have a bad experience with their courtesy, courteous and knowledgeable staff. And of course, you know, they've got over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from. And if you ever make it down to Florida, check out their humidors. They're the largest in all of Florida. Drop by any one of their 11 brick and mortar locations or visit them online at smokein.com. There we go. I'm Boom. sorry. I think that I, I, Randy gets a high score, Jordan. Well, you get I, a low score. You know, a our Russian, studio. The Russian judge screwed it all our up. Our studio is like not, 100 degrees oh, in here. Oh, excuses, excuses. I press excuses. the button and nothing happens. Excuses. So I press the button again, it turns it off. Keep pressing the button. Randy, don't Turn, let him distract turns you. Turns it off. You, you did turns it. it on. Turns it off. You did an excellent job, so did, Randall. Did, it, did nobody hear that that uh, beautiful read from Randy? I couldn't pay attention I, I, to I it was anything that happened after I just bungled well, I, the whole I hope thing. the audience was able to hear that because it was fantastic. <laughs> Randy, you do not disappoint. Well, well, I appreciate it. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. When I do my reads, I completely turn In the zone. off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's like I black out. I just go into yeah. read mode, and so I don't know what you're talking about. I hope everyone heard it. I hope everyone appreciates oh, it. Yeah. I hope everybody is is checking out smokein.com because they've got one of the best selections of cigars. They've got great prices. Everybody got, heard it. Everybody heard it. It was great. Clubs. <laughs> like, don't well, you killed it. But yeah. I mean, yeah. I, uh, I would give it uh, six because of me. <laughs> so sorry, you just got lumped into that. Yeah. You know, you know what? That's that's what teamwork is, pal. I'm I, I, I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's it's we we all like we were like the group project in your in yeah. a college yeah. class. Ah, that Jordan was the, was the guy who shows worst. up on the last day. He's like, all right, guys, what are we doing? Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah, that that was the worst. Did you bring your part? He's like, what? That, yeah. that was me, actually. I was I was that guy. In a stunning turn of events, Randy, that was me. Can well, you believe it? Brian Schrader says, now do it in Spanish. I don't know. I don't know. No, if that, no, 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 no. That, no that's, that's a rare that's occasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We got to do that just I, once I, in a while. That's a rare. That occasion. one was. That yeah, one was off the cuff. Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. That wasn't planned. That I didn't get happened. everything right because I just quickly tried to just read an English, you know, paragraph in Spanish. You know, that's not what I do typically. I do, you know, tell people that that time that I'm fluent. But the reality is, you know, just like reading. English and, and spitting out Spanish, it's it, it is kind of a complex thing, but um, but I will say real quick, well well uh, well we are distracted before we get into uh, talking about the pairing itself, which I, I am excited to get into that uh, next uh, segment. Um, is uh, I, I made an announcement last week, Rob. Uh, you know I know you spent the weekend in Hawaii. Congratulations! I hope you had a wonderful and relaxing time. I but. Did. Th- Good, good. But there was some, there was some uh, conversation. I got some, I got some messages on Dojoverse. I want everyone to know I've, I've seen the messages. I'm aware that I made some announcements and I said some things were going out, and I meant every word of it. Now, have I actually sent those out? No, I haven't. But that being said, uh, the winners will be hearing from me. I will be needing your addresses uh, shortly. 
it's it's one of those things. We all, you know, Risty made me look like a chump because like <laughs> eight hours later, 999 boxes of, of Jossum Crawl showed up at, at Karen and, and Kevin's house. And I'm, I'm still sitting Are here going, yeah, yeah, I'm going to buy some envelopes this week. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, Randy, the, the only thing worse than someone who won a contest and is messaging you about saying, hey, where's my free prize? is the person who takes a long time to send it out. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. I, that's a close. I, that's a close. <laughs> it's close. It's neck and neck. It's very I, close. I, I, I have... I, have, I, have no, will, I will tell you this. You'll, you'll laugh at this, Robbie. Uh, I know at least two of the people that won uh, my, my, my impromptu contest for, uh, for our Flavor Odyssey Challenge Coins last week, their messages literally started with, Hey, I heard a rumor that I won. <laughs> Indicating you didn't even watch the show. Oh so, snap! <laughs> that's yeah, it. Like, that's lost. That's loss of yeah, you. Because you. of Dojo Verse community, you know, other people are reaching out and letting these people know, and I love that, and that's great, and I support Forgo that. Forgo your your rights to the prize at that point. It's kind of funny to me. It's just like, well, you know, you didn't send it within 24 hours because I don't even watch your show, but I heard a rumor that I won. So I, I, I now I'll you didn't I win. <laughs> <laughs> You still won. You still oh, won. Okay. I did have a, a, a commitment I had to make good on. We have one audience member that I know for a fact has never, ever missed a single show since our very first airing, and that would be Barbie Girl. Ah, the one, it was only Bar, Barbara and now Egg Cuff, uh, Hall of Fame, uh, Kevin's uh, beautiful bride. And she has been with us ever since the very first moment, and so I told her she was getting the first one that I sent out. So I sent that one out. I wanted to pause a couple days and then start sending out the rest of them. Uh, but, but fear not, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have Challenge Coins. We're really excited to have the support of this audience. We love your guys' comments. We love your, you following the show. And we are going to make sure that everybody that watches the show and is interested in having one of those Challenge Coins gets one uh, as we make our way through. And uh, I will start to ship those out before the end of the week. Hand on, on the Bible, God's honest truth, I will make uh, priority of my life to make that happen. So, that being said, a priority of your life, Randy. That uh, is aggressive, and I appreciate <laughs> the enthusiasm and the the lateness of you sending stuff because it makes me feel better. Because <laughs> I am like the king and queen of sending stuff out late. But there's going to be some people who don't expect anything and might get a package from me. Just saying. That's exciting. Oh, those, oh, those coins. I, like I mean, the, the coins got to go. They got to go out. They yeah, go no, out. No, I've we, got them. You, I mean, invest in I'm, these things just to put them in a drawer. Yeah, we we got to get gotta, them out you, into the dojo verse. There, we got to start gotta, seeing you've them. Gotta, you've got to earn it, of course. Oh, but uh, you know, a great way, a great way to get a flavor Odyssey challenge coin is to go to the Drew Estate birthday party. We'll call it a birthday party. Sure. And it happens to be the same week as my birthday. You show up there, you bring me maybe a cupcake or some, you know, C's candy peanut brittle. That's like my favorite. Oh, that's the jam. Oh, that's so good. You bring some of that. I mean, maybe, maybe you can get a little coin. Who knows? A little coin. Although, action. Randy, it was, it was brought to our attention that uh, Eric and Jordan have been invited to that, and I have not received hey. an invitation. Nor have I, but I am confident. I don't even know what we're talking about. The party? 
<laughs> it's your estate party. Oh, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So you already had your plans confirmed. Robbie and I still haven't received our invites. I'm highly confident we have a handler. Uh, for our sponsor, Drew Lost Estate. Lost in the you know? mail, maybe. I moved yeah, a couple yeah. years I, ago, so I, it might I, be at my I'm old sure address. I'm sure he's working his way through the process. And our names are going to be on, even if we don't get an invite, I'm sure as long as we show up, our names, even if they're just like written in crayon at the bottom of the Yeah, I'm sure you'll get a participation list, right? trophy of some sort, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think, I, I, from what I understand, if you have, a, you have a Flavor Odyssey coin, you show it at the door, you get it. Oh, now, it, it that reminds me. No, I'm not going to do, not a, true, I'm not gonna do a Randy's Reads. <laughs> that, that might work for us if, we, if we're if we lucky. We, we have a $100 bill under the coin. That might get you in, but just yeah. the coin's not going to do it. I want to see if need, we can you get you two to uh, disagree about something, and we can oh. flip the stinking coin and see who's oh. right. Well, yeah. I've, well, my face is heads. I, Randy probably disagrees. What are you, you, you know what? Like, what are you fiery about? Like yeah, I I don't even I don't even care about the heads or tails. It's just Robbie Randy. There's no heads and tails. It's Robbie Randy. There's actually get this get this. There is already a Wonder group Twins power on Dojo Verse. There is a group called Team Randy versus Team Robbie. I and saw that. Wait, hold on. I, I got the message about that while I was in Hawaii. I'm a member, and I haven't looked at it since I got back. I have to look at it. I have so to the, check it the, out. the basic What's premise the is this, and there will be. There will be, you know, polls taken. There'll be like, you know, every so frequency. We'll go back and tally, you know, who's winning this, you know, lifelong debate of Randy versus Robbie. And so what I'm winning, what, right? What we're going to ask everybody to do. Well, actually, currently, no, I'm winning. Um, the, uh, but, but, the, uh, but, but what we're going to ask everybody to do is, is if you're lucky enough and when you receive your phenomenal Flavor Odyssey Challenge Coin. We're going to ask you to make a decision. And when you post, we're going to have you take your photo of your cigar with the coin and hashtag Team Robbie or Team Randy. Very simple. And like I said, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do some drawings. We'll do some surprise uh, contests. We'll name some winners. We want to follow along with everybody's cigar smoking journey and those that are fans of Flavor Odyssey. So, you know, when you get your coin... Please feel free to, you know, tag, hashtag Team Randy. Obviously, you know, if, if there's something wrong with you, maybe hashtag Team Robbie. But, you know, you know I'm not judging, but I'm judging. And so uh, so that'll be fun, you know, and, and we'll, we'll kind of have our own leaderboard. Since neither of us are in the running for the new top ten, uh, you know. Uh, you're, uh, we, can't, Eric we can't be in the Hall of Fame. This is the best we get. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is the only thing that we can win. Eric kind of takes all, all that other stuff away. It was like, Brandy, you, sh you should make a rule. Fan. You should make a rule that no Hall of Famers can get this coin. <laughs> well, that's that's not right. Like, like that's like saying that like that's, that's no, we're not no, exclusive. We're inclusive. Yeah, we, we, are we bring inclusive. We, we bring we're people together. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Bring them we together. Love the community. We 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 want to be the the glue of the community, not 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 the dividing forces. So, uh, but what so, but do you guys like disagree the, like about? The gorilla glue. Like well, a lot. Randy uses ice in his cock in his uh his bourbon. Top fermenting. Boom. The bottom. Fermenting. There we go. Oh, there we go. There's, yeah. there's the one. That's like right. the first. That's the first one. All right. Is is that the first one? Can we do? Are we doing this right now? Is this? What happening? are we doing? Let's do it. Uh, What's we're happening? gonna we're gonna decide. Is top fermenting and bottom fermenting a, uh, a an element of, of fermentation in beer that we subscribe to? Yes or no? Or and could so, it just be the colloquial term? And I, 
I flipped the coin. And look at that. Randy won. <laughs> no, I didn't. You, I saw you turn that. I saw and, the slide of hands. fermenting wins. Undefeated. Randy. I'm a thousand. I'm going to retire. That's it. I'm going to Costanza. <laughs> Poor Randy. Randy. Randy thought for sure that that was going to come up with his face, and it didn't. I'm so sad. Oh, Randy. I'll console you in Vegas. I'm sorry. Whoa. I don't want to uh, be there for that. Yeah, you do. Um, you'll be there. Oh, I hate it. Oh, you'll be there. <laughs> I promise. There'll, there'll be video. We'll, we'll, we'll be trending. You, you don't even know. It, indeed. Indeed, we will. So I have a cocktail round two here. Oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah. this one I had, I asked uh, my, my lovely bartender, bartender. Uh, to add orange bitters. Okay. And I also have a. Uh, uh, one of these Luxardo cherries in there. Yeah, that's we did too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is, you know, kind of standard what you do with the cocktail. And I'll tell you what, adding the orange bitters in there, when my wife came out, she said it kind of covered up the, the chocolate, so she added a little extra chocolate bitters. I feel like the chocolate's intensified now. Like, I could taste mm. it a lot more than I could. It's, it's not over the top. If you're not looking for it, you might not taste it. But the, adding the orange bitters really did add another layer, and this is this is really good. I I don't know if I would say I like it more than a just a just regular Angostura bitters in there, but it's pretty close. This is well. I, I think that's why do we drink anything? Why do we drink anything other than old fashions? Is the question. Sorry, exactly. What, what do you mean? Exactly. Right. Well, 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 it's interesting that you brought that up because you and I have never actually like vetted that whole conversation. You know, I'm a big fan of. Uh, of culinary uh, combinations, and you know, I, you guys have all had my beef jerky. I'm really into you know mango habanero. It's one of those classic like these just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, they just go together. Robbie and Randy, we just go together. And so uh, it's it's kind of pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Like total. Done. Go ahead. Uh, it's it's kind of interesting because like I I think about um you know as a kid I always loved that commercial because they they did these crazy commercials with that um that big chocolate ball that you smash and it breaks up like orange slices and it was an orange flavored oh, what chocolate. What's that called? I don't remember. I know what, what you're that? talking about. Yeah. It looks like an orange. You break it. It breaks right. into slices. Yep. And it's chocolate and orange and you think ugh. Yep. But no, chocolate and orange is really good. Chocolate and orange is a fabulous combination. So I'm, I, I, I think that's a, a natural thing. I think that's pretty cool that you, you discovered it kind of organically, that you're enjoying the chocolate even more with the, uh, the enhanced orange flavor uh, there in your cocktail. So that's, that's a fun one. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I mean, you can't really go wrong with an old-fashioned I've had them. We've got. We talked about bitters, and maybe we'll talk about uh, some different styles of bitters here. Um, <clears throat> in this uh, article that I was reading, uh, you know, some of the more the the top brands, bitter brands. Angostura obviously is number one. They also make rum, by the way. Uh, Angostura rum, aged rum. Uh, it's very very good. Uh, Peixades, yeah, they've got a whole. They've got a whole bunch of whole, stuff. You, you know, yeah. they're they're like the largest landowner in all of Nicaragua. You know, they've got. Yeah, pig farms, about the tobacco. <laughs> and then yeah, since no. Terrence came aboard, I mean, their their brand has just been on this. Tr- oh my God, tr- this this has to happen, and I think Randy <laughs> needs to get five percent five percent of the proceeds. Um, go they go to speech classes for Randy, so we can say the word right. Um, uh, then then uh, we're looking at pay shots, which uh, I know uh, Jordan, you said you said that you include that in your bitters. That's got more of a kind of I stick with anise, 
Yeah, it's like anise. A little, maybe more that of a could be another thing we flip a coin about. It does have that vibe to it, which I don't like to include in my old fashions. Uh, very good in a Sazerac, of course, uh, because you 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 also want that absinthe wash in there as well. Um, which we haven't really done much with absinthe, but that's maybe that's a story for another time. I haven't had absinthe in this country ever. I thought it was illegal. Shut no, up. that's it's it's not. It's it's not. Can we can get absinthe uh, so we can do this Sazerac? Because I'm really interested. Yeah, I we hear should, all the time about Sazeracs. I've never had one. We got to work. Should, uh, we should we should do that into uh, make that into another episode. Uh, Fee right, Brothers, we, which we we need everyone in the audience. If you want to see us pair a cigar with a Sazerac, spam the chat. With, with Sazerac. With smash hashtag. that like button. Yeah, smash it. <laughs> uh, but what, what cigar, though? That's that's what I'd be more interested in. What mm. cigar would you like to see paired with it? Uh, so maybe that's that's a, we could we should do a poll or something. Uh, Randy, maybe, Randy, take care of that. Maybe a uh, Nugs. It's got that, uh, that uh, kind of floral. I've never uh, smoked the Nugs. I found it interesting how to really herbal, not herbal, herbal's not the right term, but there's a, there's a kind of a botanical, like, Eric, you smoked it for the first time recently. I smoked the, uh, the hundred, uh, and I, I got a ticket driving home and I, and I I was like, (laughs) and the officer was like, do you know how fast you were going? And I was like, a hundred, bro, a hundred. And he was like, no, eight, eight miles an hour. (laughs) Roads. I'll, I'll tell you what. Speaking of going eight miles an hour, with this past weekend, when I was in Hawaii, my wife and I did the road to Hana on Maui. Now, if you've never done the road to Hana, it's this long, windy road uh, to the east coast of the island. And a lot of pe- there's a lot of places to stop. Waterfalls. We stopped at one of the waterfalls. I'm swimming in the pool. It was very. It's kind of a spiritual experience, really, for me. Whoa. Not a very religious guy, but spiritual kind of one with nature vibe. It was very cleansing to the aura and such. I don't know what that means, but I felt good after I was done, whatever that is. Uh, But a lot of people will take that road, they get to Hana, and they turn around and they go back. But you can go all the way around. Randy, have you gone all the way around the road to Hana? So you you, you go all the way around the island. It gets dicey at the other side. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I heard. That's why I didn't do it. I mean, they're unfinished roads. It's it's a dirt road. It's And we we rented a, uh, we're driving a forerunner. Oh, good. I, I was going oh. to tell you, yeah, that was the one thing people told me. He's like, don't get compact and try and do this drive. <laughs> no, there was a guy behind me in a Honda Fit, a tiny little car, and he was, he was getting after it. He was going faster than I was. I pulled <laughs> over to let him pass. But uh, they, there's some of these roads, man, and there was one specific one. It's a dirt road, and you're, you come around this corner, and it, you've got a cliff face on your right side and a cliff going down into the ocean on your left side. And there's about two feet on either side of my car. And there's two-way traffic. So if somebody's coming, what are we going to do? I was going five miles an hour. I looked, and that felt like the right speed to be driving. And it wasn't because I smoked the nugs. It's just it felt like the right speed to go. And uh, it was, I, I, I recommend it. If, if you're doing the road to Hana, go all the way around. Have some extra time because it takes a long while. But it's beautiful back there. There's, there's like nothing other than just rainforest in the ocean, and it's beautiful. I was wondering uh, how that was going to tie in, and then you said nugs at the end, and I was like, uh, Well, it was because he was, because Eric said he was going eight miles an hour. I was going five, so I got you beat. Uh, but no, it felt right going that speed. Anything faster than five miles an hour, get out of here. I wasn't going to do it. Um, 
Okay, so well, well sure since, since, you, since you had it bring it up, I know this is totally off subject, but I got to ask Eric. Uh, so obviously with the Nugs, so much was made uh, about that being infused with CBD. Um, and it, what I really want to know is what did you think about the cigar and the flavor of the cigar in general, CBD aside? So the cigar definitely is a quality cigar, um, no, no doubt about it. It does have a strange uh, bit of a flavor. Uh, we joked mm. that it, it it tasted a little bit maybe like a, a slight like cat pee smell <laughs> flavor. And that's true. There is something... Well, there's it, something weird. There is something weird in there. And remember, yeah. this was the 100 milligram one, so it was pretty strong. Yeah. Um, but it was not off-putting at all. Uh, I guess if you... A little florally um, kind yeah. of a flavor, almost like menthol realm. Yeah, something like that. And so it was work with it was Sazerac. enjoyable. It was it was absolutely. It probably would work with the Sazerac. Absolutely yeah. nothing. So I think that folks that uh, that like to use CBD for their joints or maybe sleeping yeah. at night or whatever, like I think that that would be a great um, delivery Option. method uh, for the sure. uh, for the CBD because it was not it it didn't seem to me like I was like. Oh, like I'm doing this just to get the CBD in me. Like right. I could have enjoyed that cigar uh, without knowing that it was CBD. It was a very quality tobacco and a, a, a good smoking experience. Yeah, could I taste something interesting in there? Yeah, I, I could, but it wasn't off-putting at all. At all, I liked. It. I enjoyed it. So I think the, that's, the I CBD think that's was kind of a was kind of a fringe benefit. Yeah, exactly of the cigar. Well, I think, and that's why I asked your your opinion. I've I've smoked one. It was the uh, the twenty milligram, the, the initial ones that they came out with, um, and and I, and I think that's important for it to be a successful thing. It, to me, it shouldn't be just for the CBD. You got to be able to enjoy the cigar. Otherwise, why are you choosing that just delivery? Have uh, some gummies. Yeah, right. You know, whatever. Um, yeah, be careful. I got another story for you on that. Um, but uh, but that's the, THC. But, that's different. Well, but, but, yeah, I, I, I got a, uh, the, I like you said floral because it kind of backs up. I, I went with like, it reminded me of potpourri. And so it, it really wasn't my thing because I'm not into infused uh, cigars in general. I, I, I don't think anything bad about them. It's just um, not what I'm looking for. Same, same, you know, I always say, you know, I'm, I'm not opposed to fruit beers. It's just not what the flavor profile I'm looking for when I'm, when I'm drinking a beer, if I wanted a fruit beverage i just drink juice to be honest um but uh but no i i, I think that's a, I, I think that's a, a a real um positive thing to say is like well even if the cbd wasn't there it was still an enjoyable uh cigar and smoke so uh kind of interesting yeah, yeah Anyhow. I, think that, I think that's important it's it's yeah. the same way when you talk about like an infused cigar right like yeah. uh if it, once you get past that sweetness it's it's different but once you get past that is the cigar still good uh, right. I was recently going back and watching some of our videos from uh, from 2019, uh, the 2019 IPCPR trade show, PCA now, um, because I'm getting excited for the, the trade show that's coming up because we're getting the band back together, yeah. and it's going to be fun. This will be the first time that the four of us have been in the same room, Randy, since then. Boys basically. are back in town, no, no, boys did, uh, are back in town. Yeah, no, that's the first time. Oh. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, I was watching some of those videos, and we did the one, my first acid trip, where I smoked the, the acid right. 20th in the pool. And right. Randy, I commend you. That was 45 minutes of you holding the camera like this. God bless you, man. Chest uh, deep in water. The, yeah. The, 
uh, and uh, and I had like powered down, lost battery. Yeah. I, I feel like I've lost about 20 pounds since I did that. I had a half a boiler going in that video. It was just what is going on with that? But uh, anyway, um, I'm looking forward to doing that again. Making Randy sit in the pool. <laughs> we should do this every day after the show, boys. Oh yeah. And make Rand make Randy sit in the pool. I think at this point though, it'd camera. be me in the pool because Randy, Randy is. Oh, even better. That we have to do it twice. Past we need to do a morning ep need to do a morning episode. Oh, that's right. I, I got no airtime back then. I was just the right. cameraman. Just hey, Randy, did you just get did you just get promoted? <laughs> I, it sounds like it. What this just is, happened? This is amazing. You know, you know, it was funny. I actually got some comments just this week on the TPE videos. Uh, Robbie, as you know, uh, I'm extremely nervous in front of cameras for whatever reason is It's anyway, almost that, comical. It's it's weird, right? Like like uh, anyone that knows me knows I'm, I'm I'm talkative as can be. I love people. I love engaging and and, and you know standing on a, a soapbox. But you put a, a camera and a mic there, and 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 I clam up like nobody's business. And so uh, this past trade show at TPE in Vegas, um, you know, a, a Eric challenged me to like, you know why don't you try and you know get get in front of the camera a little bit and. Um, I had some uh, some comments on the uh, Miguel Chaudel uh, video I did, which I totally botched a word. I like blended two words that that didn't blend into the meaning of the word. I was literally trying to say embody and like symbolize, and actually said embolize, which is <laughs> like yeah. uh, which is like a brain hemorrhage of some sort. It like, sounds like agonorsa eyes. Mm -hmm. I'm just making up words. You agonorsa like, that word. <laughs> I'm just making up words that I that I don't even know the meanings of because I was so nervous. But uh, but it, but it, but it was fun, you know. So uh, so I look forward to to PCA. It'll be the first ever PCA show, and uh, I'm hoping that uh, that maybe we could do a little little uh, trade off. Maybe you can hold the camera. I can do a couple. Uh, no, you you don't you don't do camera work. <laughs> I'm just gonna squash that now. Is that your union guess, contract? Yeah. You don't do yeah, camera it is. work. Jordan can Jordan can handle a, uh, a Randy interview. We can trade teams yeah, every yeah, once yeah, in a while. Yeah, we're gonna have a, a lot strict, of time. I think. Yeah, I have a strict no behind the camera. Uh, clause, uh, no, because it's. I mean, the, the, the camera's going to be looking like this. It's going to be all oh, over the place. It's nobody. No, nobody wants that. That's not. That's not good. For I anybody. thought you were just afraid you wouldn't be able to show off your pink if uh, you were on the wrong side of the camera. It's oh, hard oh, to, oh, I, whoa, whoa. I will be. I'm going to be ordering some <laughs> some pink dojo attire, specifically one-off stuff for me. Ooh, I uh, like that. It's, it's I've going got a new to happen. T-shirt guy just as of this week, actually. Maybe maybe we should look into that. A whole a whole Randy, new. Randy, we don't do t-shirts. We don't do t-shirts. What do you guys think about ice? Like, I love it. You know, like, especially when it's hot. I've got like the giant. Where, where are we going, Jordan? I've got the giant ice cube, right? You know, like that that giant. That's what you know, that's what you do nowadays. You get the giant ice cube so that it doesn't melt so quickly. But it's still for me. It still melts way too quickly, and like. Well, you said it's ninety-nine degrees in your. I know, but it, it ha you know, uh, go back two months, it was the same thing. Okay. It's, you know, okay. so we were in when we were in TPE. We went, you know, you go to like a craft cocktail bar, and they make an old-fashioned. They've got those round ice, and those these ice cubes you can see straight through. I don't know if this has anything to do with it or not, but that ice cube lasts the whole drink. It doesn't melt. It does have at all. It has a lot it. to do with. It. Yeah. Can we do a wild card show just on how to create perfectly clear ice and what the difference is? We could. Yeah. Is there a difference? One, one, one oh, thing yeah. I'll tell you. One thing I will tell you. There is There's a company called Corksicle. 
C O R K sickle. Corksicle, like popsicle. Well done. And they thank you. And <laughs> they have this thing and I Randy, talk for a second. I'll grab it out of my freezer. Yeah, so so talk there's science behind it. It's it's honestly worthy of us talking about, you know, and you guys let me come on and talk about uh, the homemade creamer I make for my coffee. You know, we could do a little like uh, Maybe we could do more of those shows. Another thing I need you guys to spam. If you want us to see, if you want to see us do more like cooking uh, style presentations, uh, you know, out of the studio, you know, just just putting something together. I would love to go through. I, I've I've studied this. I've looked into a couple different ways that you can actually execute getting that perfectly clear ice. And uh, I don't want to give away any secrets, but uh, but yes, Jordan, there there is a very real reason that those melt at a slower rate. Than, uh, than the stuff that we just put together in a in a mold in our freezer as uh, as as regular old uh, drinkers. Do you know this? Uh, you want to know a fun fact, uh, real quick about ice? Let's say you have a, a giant so like a, cool a giant glass of ice and water, right? And it's super hot day, and that glass of ice water gets to a certain temperature, right? Obviously, it's not going to be below 32 degrees or it would freeze, but whatever that it is, whatever temperature... I think it's exactly 32 degrees. It will not change, it, no matter... When the ice starts to melt, right, and you, pretty soon you have only like a little teeny bit of ice left, the temperature of the water will not begin to uh, warm decelerate, up. warm up, until that very last bit of ice is is gone. Even the smallest little piece of ice keeps... The drink at the exact same temperature until really? it's gone. Yes, and that is That's how science. you calibrate your hygrometers. If you're looking to to calibrate the temperature, you get a bucket of ice and water, and it'll be exactly 32 degrees. And you put that hygrometer in there and stir it up, and that thing should read 32 degrees. There you go. All right. Uh, so that is I'm interesting. <laughs> I had never heard that before. I, I, I would have assumed I that, know that as as it melts, it warms instantly as as the melting occurs. So even even if there's just one little sliver left of your giant cube, it's still at 32 degrees. Correct. Interesting physics. That's yep, huh. weird. Science is a crazy thing. <laughs> so so this corksicle thing that I'm talking about, Randy. So this right uh -huh. here is big, right? It looks like a like a pint glass. It's even bigger than that. But this yeah. makes one ice cube. So right? you take you take this this thing here, uh -huh. and this this it's a mold for a round ice cube. All right. So the way that you do it, this is still full of ice underneath, so I can't really push it all the way in. But <clears throat> you fill this thing with water. All right. And then you you put this top in, and you do it until there's a little hole in the top, until water comes out the hole in the top. And then you put this whole thing in your freezer. And all the impurities of the water float to the bottom. Hmm. They all they all uh, flocculate. They're, they're not flocculating. They float to the bottom. They're it's not settle. Like, no. It's not yeast. They yeah. they float to the bottom. <laughs> and when you when you pull this out, boom! You've got a perfectly clear mm. round ice cube. Is that right? Round piece of ice. And there's still ice you can probably, here. Yeah, you can see that's ice. That's mm -hmm. right there. So this whole thing Full is frozen. Of impurities. And, oh, well, it's clear until about right. <laughs> it's clear until about right here, and, and so this is where it gets it gets cloudy. Some reason this is clear. That All ice that cube, to the bottom. it will last longer than a non-pure ice cube. I can't answer that question. It does, but I don't know why. Oh, no. I, I can answer it, but it, it, it's it's a whole other show of its own. And and can I just 
again point out how bougie the type of accessories for a bar Robbie and his wife engage in. It is just so here's, like, this. I, I purchased are this. You serious? That's all for like one stuff. one ice cube. For, yeah, for one ice cube. It's like thirty bucks. I bought this from. <laughs> I bought this for my wife as a Christmas gift because I know that she, she likes cocktails and she wanted to have like that how do we the make size she was, of the trophy they give out for the it's, NHL. It's ridiculous. Uh, it there's really a name is. for but, that trophy. But is it the Larry is, O'Brien? Wait, what is it called? It's the it's the Shut it's the, the, uh, the Lombardi the, trophy. This show yeah. is canceled. <laughs> canceled while on the air. Randy, 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 <laughs> nobody, nobody cares about hockey, so it doesn't matter. Uh, and your host, your new host is uh, Randy Griggs without Robbie. No, no, I, no. You know what? And next week, we're going to talk about the nuances of the great intelligent game of hockey. There we go. <laughs> and the, and the, it is, I will give them this. It's the one sport that isn't fighting that they allow fighting, so that's pretty Okay. It's pretty cool. And now, I, I, my part of my family just disowned me. I, uh, good. The bulk of my family are good very them. big uh, shark <laughs> fans. Good. Yeah. You don't deserve yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. That's, I want to see. I'm, I'm more of a baseball guy than. than I want to see thumbs, boys. Thumbs. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. We're, we're going a little bit long. But anyway, oh if 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 you do want to track down a really good ice cube, corkscrew is the way to go. It's just you can really only make one at a time, and it's kind of a pain. But. All right. You do get a perfectly pure sphere of, of ice that lasts forever. Um, so, Randy, what do you got here as far as a flavor hook? Boom. Okay. So, I, as far as I'm concerned, we nailed the intensity. This is an intense cigar. A lot going on. It's got some great nuttiness. You know, it's it's interesting because I always think of, uh, of San Andreas as being somewhat chocolatey, so I thought we'd have some chocolate on both sides. Not the case. For me, uh, on this cigar, there is some sweetness, but to me, it's, it's more earthy. It's more nutty. You got some nice wood characteristic. I like that because, uh, you know, with with the whiskey, it's not um, overly sweet. The the bitters didn't drive like an overpowering chocolatiness, and so uh, chocolatey really doesn't become the the, the highlighting uh, character or flavor hook, in my opinion. Um, I think there there there's some uh, there are some nice notes. Again, I think that cinnamon is coming through a ton for me. I'm getting really nice uh, baking spices from both the cigar and the the chocolate old fashioned. Uh, this is a nice pairing. I don't know that that any of the flavors are so um, uh, dominant in either the cigar or the, or the uh, cocktail that I'm gonna like lock on to one flavor hook, but they just go well together. They're just pairing. It's just a really uh, approachable um, pairing. The the old fashioned was very drinkable. Um, it's a great cigar. Uh, this is a thumbs up for me all day. This is something that um, I definitely would recommend to a friend or bust out for people that are novices in pairing uh, cigars and cocktails and, and think that I could turn them on to uh, believing that uh, that that there's a whole hidden world of flavor they haven't learned about yet with this pairing. I, I like the way that you said that, and I put you on the spot a little bit with the flavor hook because I couldn't really come up with one either, but it just works. There's, I like that you pointed out the nuttiness of the cigar because I was getting a lot of that too. And when you talk about like a like a roasted peanut with some chocolate, and some cinnamon, and then there's some sweetness from the uh, from the bourbon. Uh, there's there's just a lot to like here. Uh, as far as like saying this ties to this, 
and that's why it works. It's a little bit more difficult to say, um, but I, I completely agree with everything that you said there. Uh, the one thing that I think I learned the most in this show, because it's like we're, we're smoking a cigar and we're drinking an old-fashioned, it's probably going to work, <laughs> right? It's, it's probably going to work. But I realized that the old-fashioned as a cocktail is a bit more versatile than I gave it credit for. So you can, with once and then when you bring in these different types of bitters, and, and we wanted to talk about that a little bit, and I've tasted all kinds of different bitters. I have some some Woodford's um, dark cherry bitters that I'll use in an old fashioned uh, orange bitters. Uh, I know Jordan likes to use Peychauds. I don't really like that in this particular cocktail, but in other cocktails I like those. Um, but you can get any. I've had black pepper bitters that would be really interesting in an mm, old fashioned. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, you can uh, grapefruit bitters. I've had maybe not in this cocktail, but in, you throw that into a into a gin and tonic. That would be sublime. Like you oh. can go with all different kinds of things. But this particular cocktail, there's so many different styles of bitters out there now. Chocolate, pepper, cherry, just to name a few. There's barrel aged bitters. Uh, all kinds of different things that you can add a li- just to, and that's what we talked about earlier, Eric. When you asked what bitters, what's the point? It just adds a different layer, mm-hmm. just a just a little bit more complexity, just a little bit more. And that's why Jordan, I think you say that every cocktail should have bitters, and it. it just adds a little bit, oh. a little nudge here, a little nudge there. Uh, with the chocolate, this is the first time I've used chocolate bitters. Again, uh, we went with the Aztec uh, chocolate bitters, uh, so there's a little bit of that cinnamon in there. But for me, absolutely thumbs up. And it makes me want to try this particular cocktail, being an old-fashioned, with, you know, bring in some of those uh, cherry bitters or, uh, you know, anything, chocolate bitters. There's there's mint bitters. There's all different types of flavors. I don't know how mint would work, but, you know, give it a shot. It might be a really good cocktail. I, mean, I don't know, know how the pairing is going to work. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Very good. Very good point. So there's – don't be afraid of trying – Outside the box. You see what the recipe is, but, you know, freelance on it a little bit. If you if you see different like – the the one brand that I almost bought the bitters of, they were just too expensive. They, they had like a six-pack of different flavors of bitters, and none of them were Angostura. They were all different – orange, all these different things. So you can do different things to bring out different flavors in a classic cocktail like this. Um, I think chocolate was a very nice component here with that cinnamon – cherry bring that in all kinds of different stuff but adding those orange bitters in that second one made a big difference to me so i would recommend doing that but uh yeah definitely a thumbs up what did you think boys jordan what did you think um i think you you mean you can't really go wrong with this pairing like it's an old-fashioned and like a maduro cigar it's gonna be good um for me um we're doing the lancero size uh, Lancero's not my favorite size. Uh, I know there's going to be a lot of guys, oh, Lancero's the best size. Uh, it's, uh, if you're going to go Lancero, go I long. I love how you belittle those people. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, 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 there awesome. are some uh, insanely good Lanceros out there. Uh, for the most part, a Lonsdale or a Corona Gorda is going to be much better. Uh, just way too concentrated. It's kind of like eating the ste- the crust on a steak. Like, that's a Lancero. Is it good? Yes. But do I want the the steak to go along with the crust of the steak? Yes. And that would be more of your Lonsdale or Corona Gordon. sound like Steve Saka. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's just my particular size of this cigar. If I was going to go with the ideal size of the cigar, I think it's the Bellicoso. Um, but 
yeah, like you guys, you guys pretty much nailed it. There's not like a, an obvious flavor hook going on here. Um, the cig my cigar in the Lancero, with it's a little more concentrated. I got a little more of like mocha and chocolate going on, I think, than you guys got. So that is almost in the flavor hook region. But you know, this drink is barely even chocolate at all. So there's not much to to link to there. Um, overall, it's it's going to be a thumbs up. Um, if we're going into uh, the bitters realm, um, you guys pretty much nailed it. You, it's fun to just just get some weird stuff you, and, and experiment. I think bitter milk is the best brand for like that's doing kooky bitters. Uh, and I would say if you're going to do like an old fashioned, stick to do still do your agon. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you got me saying agonizer. <laughs> <laughs> do your Angus, do your Angostura bitters. Still keep it an old fashioned. Do your base, and then do a few dashes of something else to to make it fun. I would I would give this a thumbs up. Uh, this pairing thumbs up for me. But in the same way that I would give like the uh, the 1980 men's Olympic basketball team a thumbs up for beating Uganda by like 35 points. Like okay, this is it's it was it, a layup. It's a layup, right? And uh, I don't really feel stick with your analogy. I don't really feel like either one of them uh, made the other one better, but it, it's certainly a great pairing. There's no doubt about it. Thumbs up for me. So, uh, Jordan, I know you want to get out of here, and Eric probably has to pee, but um, <laughs> totally <laughs> it happens when you get, it happens when you get older. Um, what were the '70s like? Sixties. Um, I can tell you sorry. about those. Yeah, those were good. Yeah, yeah no, were you good. Can't. I've seen movies. I can't. I was I've seen <laughs> five years old. So I was still five. I <laughs> so, uh, Jordan, you brought up an interesting question, and I'll, I have an answer. For, so I'll give I'll give two answers for this. So I'll let you guys think about it. What cigars do you think are actually better in a Lancero? And Jordan and or, or Jordan, uh, er, wow, Eric, no, Randy and I, wow, I'm sounding like an old father who can't name his kids <laughs> starting to sound like eric yeah. um, jordan eric randy get over here <laughs> randy and i smoked the corona gorda and i think that's my favorite size in this blend i think i've smoked all of them i smoked the cigar several times i can't get tired of it it's a box buy wow. cigar you should always have this in your humidor but at the same time i would like to buy instead of buying i don't know they come in 20 count boxes i honestly don't know off the top of my head but I would rather buy it's five packs of different sizes because they're fun to try the different ones. I really like the Lancero, but I think the Corona Gorda that we're smoking is the, is the best, uh, personally. Um, and it worked really well with this particular, uh, this particular pairing. But for me, two cigars that stand out in my mind that are much better as a Lancero is the original Protocol Blue label. As a Lancero was just, that was phenomenal. That's, that's, a, that's the best size expression of that blend, in my personal opinion and the original Herrera Esteli in the Lancero are two two cigars that I think completely shine in that particular blend do you guys have any others that you uh, can think of the original Laranja in a uh, Lancero is uh, phenomenal I'm not going to say it's it's better than the Corona Gorda but the it, Corona it, Gorda is better it, it, yeah but that is still super good that's it. It's, but I think Robbie, you nailed uh, two that are you, hard to beat. Well, yeah, you definitely nailed it, especially with the Herrera Esteli. That's classic. Uh, oh yeah, that Lancero. It's just, and I, I knew the question, so I, it was in my head. So I'm trying to buy you guys a little extra time to think about something. I would toss yeah. in maybe the Goldie, mm. the Lancero Ooh, Goldie. Ooh, that's a good one. La Polina. The La Polina Goldie. That's a good one. 
Some people, Ooh, you know, some uh, people in the industry don't even know who La Polina is. I mean, I'm just yeah. Saying. It's, uh, for me, you, Randy, Randy probably doesn't. If you've been hey. in the last five years, you probably don't really know. I only do because I, I sought out Medio Tiempo uh, cigars and anything that used Medio Tiempo, and so the, so I, I that that's how I found La Polina. But Another one. It. Another one that shines in the uh, the Lancero format is the from Crowned Heads. They did the Headley Grange Drumstick. Mm. Now that particular blend in the Lancero was top notch. That's, that's cool. a really good cigar. I think that's a cigar that gets overlooked a lot because it's it came out like six, seven, maybe eight years ago. Who knows? Uh, it was a while ago. But uh, it's that Lancero is legit. Mm-hmm. Randy, yeah. do you have any? Yeah, no, I don't like Lancero's. I feel like oh, this is just my journey, okay? <laughs> there should, but like, there should, there should be it's like, like a, a coin you're, flip. You're Are getting. La- do Lancero's suck? Yes or no? If, if it's Randy's face up, they suck. If it's no, Randy's, it's, they it's, don't. it's not a coin flip. It's just. No, it's, I mean, it's different oh, for each cigar. But that's, in... the beauty, that's the beauty of the coin flip. It's like Occam's <laughs> razor. Oh! Oh! Randy, Randy wins, but I don't, I don't really believe the answer. So, oh, that's the, that's the beauty of the coin flip, bro. You don't even have to have a logical argument. If if Occam, we want to if we want to talk about Lanceros, we need to have brand manager, on fan from uh, our our favorite Drew Estate on the show because he is the Lancero king. Is I believe he? I believe that's tattooed on his body somewhere. He Lancero is the Lancero king. king. Uh, he's the king of Lanceros. Yeah. Mm. Okay, we got a quiet moment there. On that note, <laughs> uh, so thumb, thumbs up all the way around. And now, granted, we kind of thought that that's what was going to happen. But to me, it was it was an interesting journey with a cocktail that we are very familiar with, but taking it in a different place uh, than it's supposed to go, theoretically, quote unquote, supposed to go. Um, but you can take you can take a, an old fashioned in a whole bunch of different directions. So uh, experiment with that. Um, I'd be curious to try it with mint bitters. That's, that sounds interesting. And the black pepper, I had those in, yeah. a, in one of those cocktail things that I've talked about that my wife and I got. I can't remember what the cocktail was, but the, the, uh, the black pepper bitters made a big difference. Now, to me, you want to go black pepper. There's a lot of cigars that you could pair with that. So you throw a black pepper component into an old-fashioned. could be really interesting. I don't know. Maybe a wild card episode. We'll see. But uh, what's like going that. on? A wild card episode covering bitters. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, we could, yeah, we could do like six or seven cocktails. Just get yeah, tore yeah, up. Do a vertical liner. Yeah, I like yeah, that. that'd be fun. You know what? That would be a really cool. That would actually be a pretty cool wild card episode. Do each of us do four old fashions with different bitters? That'd be kind of fun. Ooh. Yeah. Write write that down. Hello. Write that, that down. In, Randy, put that in Trello. Um, Done. Uh, so, uh, Eric, what's going on with Smoke Night Live this Friday? So, uh, George Ramy from Camacho, we're going to talk about the new Factory Unleashed cigar, which is super good. Um, and obviously, we're going to be eating a scorpion and talking about the uh, new Camacho digital experience inside the Dojo Verse. We'll be talking all about those types of things in not tomorrow, but the day after tomorrow. Beautiful, Randy. We have one. We have one more chocolatey episode and this one's going to be a lot of fun it is i'm going to say right now if you're still watching if you're still tuned in we're, we're 50 percent longer than this show is even supposed to run 150 percent of people uh, are still here we we are at the 150 percent mark of the show today <laughs> and, if you're, and, and if, if you're still in let me tell you you're not going to want to miss 
next week. We're going to have some fun uh, little Easter eggs for you. We're going to have some special uh, segment for you. Um, I'm super excited. We will be finishing up Chocolatey with none other than one of uh, the newest cigars coming from one of our sponsors in Drew Estate in the Undercrown 10-year anniversary paired with none other than a Mexican hot chocolate. And I might even, if I if I come back from my golf trip for the weekend, uh, it, you know, able-bodied, I might even do the Monday pairing and talk a little bit about the recipe I'm going to be using for my Mexican hot chocolate. In case you're you're still uh, thinking about googling uh, recipe for next week, I might cover uh, what what I'm going to do on Monday. But I don't want to make any promises because that's kind of Robbie's thing. I don't want to step on his toes, so. Uh, we'll we'll see, but I'm excited about the pairing one way or the other. I'll speak for Robbie and say that he is very open <laughs> to you doing any lives uh, reading up leading up to this episode. Uh, that would be great. Now, Randy, I have a question for myself that I'd like to ask you. <laughs> what? It's a question for me. It's not from the audience. I, I could say for for a friend. I'm asking for a question for myself. <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. Can, can I do an iced Mexican hot chocolate? It's so yes. interesting that you should ask that, Robbie, because given the, the current temperature here in our <laughs> you can best believe I'll be doing a nice hot chocolate. Absolutely. Okay, perfect. We're both we're on the same we're on the same page here. We will be doing iced Mexican hot chocolates next week. Uh, I'm curious about your I was just gonna go with the standard abuela. The the little the disc chocolate uh, thing you yeah, get yeah. it. Uh, uh, Abuelas is is a good brand. I bring back my wife's favorite brand from Mexico, from uh, where she's from. I go uh, uh, most years, and I always bring back. It's called uh, Rey Amargo, uh, and, and so that's a, that's another brand. I'm I'm excited to to pull out um, some special chocolate I, I've brought back personally from Mexico myself. Beautiful. That's gonna be fun. That's yep. uh, and from from what I understand, like the flavor profile of the the underground 10 which i haven't smoked yet i have some but i haven't smoked it yet is supposed to be very mexican hot chocolatey right so we're we're looking at at uh at combining two beautiful things hopefully it works out we'll see what happens next week uh thanks everybody for tuning in and sticking with us through this hour and a half episode that i blame 100 percent on randy and his bright, bright, bright white hat. Uh, we will be back next Wednesday. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It really costs you nothing. We'll see you next week as the Odyssey continues.